Welcome to the Infinite Human Talk Show with Elizabeth Monroy. Over the next hour, you'll learn how you can become part of the new consciousness renaissance by evolving yourself physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, financially, and socially to embrace your true divine infinite nature and become an infinite human and co-creator of the new infinite earth. Now, here is your host, Elizabeth Monroy. Hello, my divine infinite human beings. You're all that is, ever has been, and ever, ever, ever shall be. And today we have a very special guest. I am so excited. The great David Icke. And we'll be discussing his brilliant book, The Dream. And um, it's it's wonderful. I think everyone needs to get a copy and get it out of the net so you actually have a physical copy of it. But he also did a movie of it, and it's on Iconics, and it's brilliant. I just watched it last night. So, um, And he's here with us. I just want to say I know everyone's always saying you know wonderful things now, 30 years later. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I just want you to know how what an influence you were in my life. And I know if you're like me, you want, you don't want followers. You want leaders. You want to create people that go out and do other things. And you've been an yeah. inspiration for me. And, um, you know, I, I think everyone's goes through a time in their life when, you know, they begin to awaken a, a never ending process because <laughs> you're always awakening into the infinite, <laughs> yeah. you know, but, um, you know, it's, there's a time when you are really confused, you know, when up is down and down is up and you feel like Alice who just, you know, fell down into the rabbit hole and, 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 and it can be mind boggling and, uh, and, and even fearful. And I reached that point, um, back in 2015, you know, I'd always followed spiritual teachers, but I realized that the world was much darker than I had, you know, been taught. And, um, so I, I, you know, I was reading your books and, and at that time you were all over YouTube, you know, for free. It was wonderful. And oh, I also yeah. was following, I, yeah, the good old days. And I was following Ashiana Dean and Voyager 2 and just finding out how deep the rabbit hole went. But literally I would go to sleep at night listening to your marathons in Wimbledon, you know, those four and five hour ones, because I really believe that you, you have an encryption of truth. And I, and I believe truth is a frequency and, you know, you just, um, it, it just comforts people. And, and it, and it was something I could just latch on to because I felt, yes, there's truth. And obviously it's true because, and I was, I'm in Sicily now and I was in Italy during the scandemic and, you you know, everyone was looking at me because I used to do esoteric Renaissance tours and I met people from all over the world. And when the whole thing, you know, came down, people were looking at me saying, what's going on, Elizabeth? What's going on? I said, it's all bullshit. People are dying. They're putting up towers everywhere. You know, I was screaming it. My computer broke down. I was screaming it every day on the iPad. And I thought, oh my God, am I the only one that's seen this? I'm going crazy. It was, you know, it's like MK Ultra <laughs> drama, mind control. And then you started your talks in London and you were saying the exact same thing I was saying. And I said, listen to him. He knows what he's talking about. And then you know, within a few weeks, you that was when you were completely cut off, taken down from YouTube, all these 
ridiculous, bogus uh, videos were put up where David Icke had been telling us why everything you said was wrong. <laughs> and then what now? And then then you've been banned in 27 of the European countries. So I'm so glad you know, to bring you on Voice America, to give you a voice, even though since I publicized you all over Facebook, my accounts, two of my accounts have been restricted. So <laughs> they don't want the frequency of truth to come through, but welcome. And we're going to be talking about the dream. So yeah. say hi. <laughs> kind of, yeah, thanks. It, it's kind of funny, isn't it? You know, um, that, um, you you have a, a, a an alternative media uh, <laughs> which focuses on the the politics and the, the the financial manipulation you know so do i i have done that for 34 years and stuff um but not only on that <laughs> and it's funny when i'm uh, talking about the 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 nature of reality and the nature of what we call human um, and how this world that we experience in a certain way, a way of physicality is not like that at all, if only we would realize it. Um, suddenly you're banned from everywhere. And they give, the, they give the different excuses and reasons, all of which are bogus, because they can't really ban you for the reason they're really wanting to shut you up mm -hmm. is to go beyond just the symptom level of politics and finance and what have you uh, to actually the core. Um, it, it's a, it's a, a, a strange thing for me to observe sometimes when, and, and I do understand it and I, I, I do, I do this level of it myself, but, you, you are looking at, um, you know, censorship, uh, this terrible censorship. Okay, yes, it is. Uh, and there's this political manipulation and it's terrible. Yes, it is. And, and we're being manipulated. Yes, we are. But when, when you, you, you get back from that, you, you, you see the big picture of it, that kind of pales into a little bit of insignificance when you realize that our very reality is not what we think we're experiencing and our perceptual control which is what it's all about you control perception you control people you control behavior you control everything the perceptual manipulation which is what censorship is all about because we get our perceptions from information received in whatever form that is so manipulating what we see in terms of information is manipulating perception. So all that is going on, and yeah, it, it's it's terrible and it needs exposing. But when you go to the big picture, the very perception that we have of the world we're actually living, quote, in, is being manipulated on a scale that beggars belief. You know, we're not living in a physical world. We, it seems we are. We experience it as such, but we're not. And so a lot of the stuff is, uh, even in the alternative media, if you can get people to focus only 
on the political manipulation, the financial manipulation, the information manipulation, then that, 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 that's not too bad for you because when everybody's focus is on that, it's not on the fact that our very reality is where the real manipulation is coming from in terms of the way we um, perceive our existence when it's nothing like we appear to be experiencing it. Well, you know, I, I love the dream, and I think you explain it so well in a very grounded way. Um, and I, I, I went into great detail because I really believe that, you know, I mean, it's starting to get very thin, the veil, uh, every day. And I think that's really what Ascension is, that, it, that it's coming down. And what's happening then is, Underneath, there is this true reality. You call it the prime earth. And um, what's happening is, you know, we're seeing certain areas, especially in the in the ley lines and the grids that are, you know, really dissolving that frequency band. And we're starting to, those with eyes that can see, to see reality from a whole different perspective. And, um, you know, in my book, The Infinite Human, I'm always pointing everyone to stop looking externally for their truth, for their answers, for everything. And it's inside. So I think that connection that has been severed with the true, and you talk about the Fibonacci spiral. We had a, um, a session a few uh, uh uh, weeks ago, back in November, about the timeline splitting and the Fibonacci, which is really part of this fallen sacred geometry, which has been the geometric patterns that are made up of flash sequences that are created by mathematical equations that have created geometry that have caused this frequency band that has absolutely encapsulated our, our, our morphogenic field of the planet. And, you know, thus we who are one with our mother earth, you know, and, and it's also been overlaid inside of our divine blueprint, you know, our Christic, our Cristala blueprint. And we talked a lot about the crystal Cristala spiral, which is that that leads us back in alignment with that, which is organic because we're, it's all a hologram. But there's an organic, true, divine blueprint hologram. But we've had this this Fibonacci, this this fallen architecture that's changed our physical reality, even to the fact that the shells are, you know, moving in that with that direction, and and it's fallen architecture that's pulling us down into fallen phantom realities to continue to be fed upon. And, and the simulation that we're in right now, you know, a lot of people say, well, it's a simulation. And I've had people say, what's the difference? It's all a hologram. Well, one is a, a holographic AI, artificial, not divinely created, that is created to create, to harvest loosh and, and to, uh, for us to be fed upon and, um, you know, and, and to create pain and suffering. And then the other one is with, you know, follows the law of one where everyone plays fair, where free will is respected, where everyone, you know, plays fair with each other. So do you want to, I thought you explained that very well in your book. Do you want to expand on that? <laughs> Well, the, th the thing is that um, I've always worked on the, um, the premise of uh, Socrates in ancient Greece, who is quoted as saying, um, words to the effect of wisdom is knowing how little we know. 
to know. That's my motto. The more I learn, the more I realize I know nothing. <laughs> yeah. So to know is to know nothing. You know, to know, you know nothing. And, and that's very important because um, if you look at religions, they are coming from a premise that they know everything. In effect, mm-hmm. you, can, you can get um, what uh, you need to know within the covers of a, or the, between the covers of a single book or whatever. And you've got science, which is another religion, um, which has a story, which it's um, constantly trying to protect um, from all borders. And um, the fact is that when you see the staggeringly narrow band of frequency that we're actually living, quote, in, and the, the extraordinary narrow band of frequency that we can actually see, you take um, uh, the uh, projected uh, size of the universe as uh, mainstream science projects it for what that's worth, then the electromagnetic spectrum, which is basically our reality, is 0.005% of what exists in energy in all its forms in the universe. And visible light, which is the only frequency band that we can see, is um, a smear. It is a smear of the 0.005%. So from that perspective alone, and that that actual fact should be taught uh, to children at the earliest age that they can Mm. grasp. So they they don't go around thinking, which is one of the great ways that we are deluded, to believing that when you look through your eyes, you're seeing everything in the space you're looking at. You're not. You're seeing a narrow band of frequency. And infinity exists within the space that you're um, you're in, but you can only see a tiny, tiny, tiny mm-hmm. fraction of it. So from that perspective alone, it is rather um, sensible to realize that whatever we think we know, there's always more to know, like mm-hmm. massively to know. Um, and, and so that is the driving force that has... Um, been uh, been driving me since uh, 1990 when I had this massive awakening, um, and that means that um, you're constantly seeking out the cutting edge, just constantly seeking out the next stage because you know that whatever stage you're at and whatever you think you know, there's always more to know, and that's what that's what's the, been uh, pushing me this last what 34 years now. So I started off looking at. Um, in the early 90s, how a few people were controlling the reality that we see uh, through a network of secret societies, what I call the global cult. Then from about 96, uh, a a heck of a lot of information and more and more after that came into my life to to say that um, there is a non-human force manipulating human society via this secret society cult that's why it's one reason why they're secret societies um and they're very compartmentalized so only the inner core really knows the full story but um the 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 big next stage for me um was just after the turn of the millennium when i had this overwhelming feeling that this is a simulation the equivalent of a very vastly advanced equivalent of a virtual reality um, computer game. And what came to me in that that moment uh, was 
it's a simulation and the limit of the simulation at this level anyway is the speed of light and the speed of light appears to be the fastest speed only because it's the limit of the simulation at the level we're operating at and um i, I looked around and and to see if anyone else was talking about this the only guy i found in the public eye anyway was um uh, nick bostrom a professor at oxford university who was uh, postulating that this could be a simulation and he, the way he saw it was not how I saw it, but at least he was, you know, we, we were at, at the theme uh, in sync. And then um, as uh, the years have gone on, like particularly from about maybe 2017 onwards, more and more, um, I say mainstream scientists, but open-minded mainstream scientists um, have started to realize that if you look at the evidence, if you look at the fabric of our reality um that it is highly highly likely they say that we are in a form of simulation and um as one uh, of them said a guy called rich terrell at nasa um if we're in a simulation and he said he felt that it was a holographic simulation exactly what i said at the turn of millennium or just after then obviously it's not a natural phenomenon and it's been created by some form of intelligence which locks into this non-human force i've been talking about since 1996 um and so you keep you keep moving along and and you're adding more and more information and you you you're, you're searching for the next stage all the time and you know when i i wrote um, the previous book to the dream the trap i'm writing a trilogy i'm just writing the third one now mm -hmm. the reality trilogy you might call it um it 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 was a a journey i'd been on for for quite a long time but it, i really focused myself on the, in the trap and the dream and now this new one um on this whole area of the simulation and the reincarnation cycle that is designed to keep us in the simulation and so um the the evidence starts to fall into place like the kaleidoscope keeps moving and it, it's obvious that this is not a, a natural reality in the sense that uh, and, and, that, and one of the great things is that i'd say it's the great thing it's it's not in the way it plays out but from someone who's trying to explain it what they're saying the great thing is that uh, modern technology ai computerization etc the the cloud the electromagnetic cloud that they're uh, adding to all the time um they are mimicking the very reality that we are experiencing um and so um it, it makes it easier to kind of explain what you're trying to say because you've suddenly got the tools now uh, uh, to do that which you know in in you know, much earlier times you had the shamans and what have you and the the, the people in the the, the, the tribes and the, the native cultures who um were kind of getting this whole um the, the the way that reality is but of course they could only explain it what they were seeing what they were feeling in ways that were symbolic at that time and so what happens is you, you know, your, your anthropologists and your historians go along and they look at these ancient cultures and um, they think they were there. These shamans were primitive because of, of, oh, they, they believe this and they believe that. And you go, no, 
they're talking symbolically using symbols of that time and that era and that culture. What they're describing is actually the simulation. So, for instance, uh, in 1945, in a place called Nagamadi, about uh, 75, 80 miles north of Luxor in Egypt, an amazing find um, was discovered in an earthen jar um, in 1945. And it was um, writings, extensive writings, of a belief system known as Gnostic. And it's estimated that those um, texts were put in that jar, maybe around 400 AD. Um, and it describes what the, the, the Gnostics of that period and, and Egypt uh, believed, and a lot of their knowledge went back to ancient Greece. And they described um, that this reality was what they called a bad copy, a bad copy, in effect, of prime reality. So if you, if you think of a, a reality that's kind of, if, we'll call it natural, um, and um, it's 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 evolved as 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 a um, as something that has been uh, created in a natural way, and then um, you have uh, a force that which is which is to capture consciousness and enslave consciousness in a fake reality, and to do that they create. This is what the Gnostics were talking about when they talk about the bad copy, they create a frequency digital copy of that prime reality. And it's, it's exactly the same principle as laying a Wi-Fi field. Um, you know, we, we've got a, a field of, of consciousness, shall we say, around us. But there's also a Wi-Fi field. And the Wi-Fi field contains a completely different reality we call the Internet. So mm -hmm. if there was Wi-Fi in this room, the entire Internet worldwide exists in this room in the form of radiation, in the form of, of, a, of a, a frequency field, a wave field. And but I, I always would say, don't surf the net like we're, we're in a net, like little fishes, you know, surf with your organic chip, the infinite. We have we're multi-dimensional beings, you know. We can yeah. surf the infinite. I think yeah, you call well, it cosmic Wi-Fi in your book, right? Yeah, cosmic Wi-Fi. So <laughs> I um, like that. So uh, the the way we are um, interacting with this simulation is precisely the way that computers interact with um, mm -hmm. with Wi-Fi, and and this simulation is not a construct in terms of a physical construct it is a, a a field of information exactly like wi-fi and so what happens with a computer is you have a wi-fi field which you can't see it's outside of the frequency band of uh, of, of human sight um and you've got the internet in it and what you do is you you connect your computer with you know the the keyboard or whatever um, to that field, and you take part of that field, whichever you choose, part you choose, we call them websites, and you um, you have the computer literally decode the internet from the Wi-Fi field of radiation 
into what we see on the screen. And, you know, people say, um, if you said to people, what's the Internet? They would say it's graphics and pictures and videos on, on the screen. Well, yes, it is. But only on the screen. The Internet does not exist in that form anywhere else. It is Wi-Fi and it's electrical circuits. So if you um, then take it to the way that we um, decode reality, what I'm saying in the dream is that our reality uh, is a field of information and it's a, it's a, a manufactured, uh, uh, created field of information to uh, bamboozle our perception of who we are and where we are. It's like, a, it's like a, a prison cell um, reality. And the human body is actually a decoding um, device. It's decoding the field of information. So if, uh, what I've been doing since the 1990s is referring to the human body as a biological computer. And it does exactly the job that the computer does with Wi-Fi. So if you take, um, again, mainstream science, um, we are uh, our five senses, which are, are what connect us to this, um, this simulation. They are um, picking up frequency information, wave field information. They're all, they're all doing uh, it in that way, the five senses. But, I mean, the, the ears are a classic example because we talk about sound waves. That's frequency. Um, and so the ears, for instance, pick up sound waves. And what they do, like all the senses, including the eyes, they turn that frequency information into uh, electrical information, which is communicated to the brain. And the brain then decodes that into digital holographic information, which we perceive as the external world when it's actually in here. And when you think about the computer analogy, and it's not really an analogy, they, they kind of mirror each other in the way they work. Um, I'm looking at a computer now, and, and where is what I'm looking at? It's inside the computer. What, what the computer is decoding is only showing me an image of it on the screen, but it's all going on inside the computer. It's not here or here or here. It's inside the computer. It's exactly the same principle. And then you, you, um, you start to realize that, you know, the, there are these different levels that, that we're decoding the simulation on. There's the frequency level, mm. there's the electrical level, there's the digital level and, and, and the holographic level. And, and then you start to play that out across what scientists have found in the fabric of our reality. So um, you mentioned the uh, Fibonacci sequence. Um, and if you um, look at what's called sacred geometry, um, you have pi and golden mean and golden section and, and Fibonacci, and you have the, 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 the fractal um, patterns, which are basically as above, so below. It's a, it's a holographic principle. And they are everywhere in our reality, in the way that things grow, in the way the storms form, in the proportions of the human face, these things are everywhere. So the question is why? Well, because they are computer codes. And um, what we call the genetic code 
is a computer code. It's decoding the simulation. And so when, uh, when we um, enter this reality, our consciousness enters this reality, what we enter in this vehicle is that which is decoding the reality we're experiencing. Now, we, can't, we don't know that. We, think we're in, we're, we, we, we experience it as if we're in a body in a physical world. But actually what it's doing is um, uh, decoding that reality like the computer dec uh, decodes from, from Wi-Fi. And so you go through your life, and, and unless you expand your awareness into uh, more expanded levels of consciousness, then your entire reality is dictated by what the body computer is decoding. So what we do when we look through our eyes and we go about our everyday life is we see and appear to interact with a, with a, a physical world, which is actually... Uh Okay, David, we're going to take just a real short break. But when we come back, I'd love to talk to you about that. And I just want to say, uh, recently I heard you on another interview and someone said, how do you escape the matrix? And I loved your answer because you said you escape the matrix by not identifying with what is finite with this, with this, with these codes that you're talking about and escape into infinity, which was the last chapter in your book. So we're just going to take a real short two-minute break, and maybe someone will want to call in. Okay. For more empowering words from Elizabeth Monroy and Dr. Peter Monroy, check out their latest book, The Infinite Human, an ascension guide for starseeds, twin souls, and awakening infinite humans, the co-creators of the new infinite 5D Earth. You'll also find many spiritual books to help both children and adults in their ascension back to home to infinite God source. Isn't it time to be part of the new consciousness renaissance? If this resonates with you, please subscribe to our website at infinitehuman.com and become part of our growing infinite human family. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. Welcome back to the Infinite Human Talk Show with your host, Elizabeth Monroy. Do you have a question or comment for Elizabeth or her guests? Please call us at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. You can also text or email your questions and comments to infinitehumanproductions at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. <clears throat> Hello and welcome back to the Infinite Human Talk Show. I'm your host, Elizabeth Monroy, and we're with David Icke. And uh, he just explained brilliantly, which he also explained in his book, The Dream, which is a must-read by for everyone, and he's also working on uh, a sequel now. But he explained how we, we are living in assimilation in in a um, in a limited band of um, uh, awareness, really disconnected and cut off from all that is, ever has been, and ever shall be the infinite. And uh, his last chapter in the dream is "Escape to Infinity." So, I'd like to uh, you know pick up there um, about. How uh, do you, I, I think in the ancient times, many people said, B 
be in it, but not of it, or to um, start moving more in tune with what you call prime creation, or uh, you know, the, the, what what's truly re- real, the true fields, the true um, energetic uh, encryptions that are connected to the infinite or co- the cosmic Wi-Fi outside of the simulation. Could you speak yeah, to that? Well, what 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 I was what I was um I was just going to finish off before the break is sorry <laughs> well no no it actually goes into to to answer your question um what um what happens at what we call death is the mm. computer the biological computer ceases to function and when it ceases to function it ceases to decode this reality and so our um, consciousness. Our attention is released from this reality into another reality, what we call the the astral reality, the one closest to this one. Which is still compromised, right? It's still part of the simulation. Still still compromised, yeah. That's 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 how uh, the reincarnation cycle, the cycle Mm -hmm. of Wheel of Samsara, as they call it in the East, is um, part of this whole... um, simulation trap it's uh we experience the physical and then we go out and experience it uh, in, in another way and we think that's heaven or whatever mm. and then we keep coming back um because we're told we have karma and we've got to work through karma and all that stuff i go into it in the book it's it, it's, yes. it's, it's yeah it's, you, i mean you talk about what you know the tunnel of light and the icons that are set there to talk yeah. us in and i love the brilliant uh, uh comparison to the star trek with jane who's meets you know the figure of i think was pretending to be her father trying to coax her back in which means there is an escape if there you know you have to oh, agree yeah, to yeah there is and, and if, if we if we we come around to um why i call it the dream Mm-hmm. Um, it is a dream, but it's not just a dream. It's an induced dream. Um, uh, when when I um, was a journalist a long time ago, um, I went through a period where um, I would wake up in the morning and I would put the radio on, the new, a news show, see what was going on. And then I might fall asleep again. I happened quite a lot. And, um, it, you know, I would, I would have a dream. I would have a very vivid dream over and over, you know. Many, 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 many times. And what would happen is when I woke up, I would realize that the dream I've just had related to what was being said on the radio. So it wasn't just a dream. It was an induced dream. Um, and, and what I'm uh, describing with this, um, this, this biological computer we call the body, which is decoding the, the, the equivalent of the Wi-Fi field, the simulation, into the reality we here to be experiencing that's an induced dream it's inducing a dream mm-hmm. and and there's this um uh, great saying which is based at absolutely in truth energy flows where attention goes the whole thing is about attention what we call death is only a transfer of attention mm-hmm. from this reality when the body ceases to decode it to the next reality it's 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 just all attention. Now this force and this cult know that. They know that if they can control your attention, which is what controlling your perception, but it's also controlling your uh, what you're focused on. 
then they uh, they can control you. So um, what they're uh, all the time uh, doing is is trying to persuade us that this is real. And it seems very real because that's what the computer is um, is decoding. But um, it's a dream. It's an induced dream. And when we leave the body of uh, what we call death and we move into this astral dimension where this reincarnation cycle um, continues, um, the dream continues. It's just a different type of dream. I've uh, uh, gone into. Uh, so how do you wake up in the dream? Have a lucid dream? What 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 would you say? Well, you know, well, the best well, way to do it while you're in the body. Still, <laughs> it's interesting that you mentioned that because, you know, you must have had dreams. I have them. Um, I have them all the time, and I sort of uh, most people have them, where you're in a dream, but you know it's a dream. Yes, a lucid dream. Yes. Yeah. So, um, then you can take control. Yes. Now, what happens if you're in a dream that you don't know is a dream? You you're are pulled into whatever's happening. You're a victim. Yeah. It can take you over. You can wake up in fear. I've had a nightmare. Mm -hmm. because you have been literally living the dream. Mm -hmm. When you have a dream uh, where you, can, you know it's a dream, you don't have the same... Um, emotional impact there's not that attachment to the dream you become an observer of the dream mm -hmm. and, and that's what i'm talking about what i'm saying mm -hmm. that um if 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 you um believe in this reality and you don't and you think it's real and you, you you don't realize what it is then it pulls you in your attention mm -hmm. to it and you are experiencing it as if it's real. It's got you. And when you leave the body um, and you go into this astral realm with the, <laughs> the, the tunnel and the light and all that stuff, which is all mm. part of the whole wheel of samsara I talk about in the book, mm. you believe that's real as well, mm. then that will hold you in um, another form of the dream because the astral and the, the what we call matter that, that together they are the symbiote. And but what you've been saying too in your book and now is that you know a lot of people think to ascend they have to die or they have to go somewhere if they go through a stargate or if they be, have to be beamed up by the Palladians. But it's right here now inside of you that divine spark, you know, of infinite source is inside of you. So you just have to let go of the barriers that make you believe that you're not powerful, that you're not connected to this cosmic Wi-Fi, that you don't have the power inside of yourself to wake up and do it, co-create your own reality. Yeah, because we're, we're, we're told, you see, that um, we're, mm -hmm. we're powerless. And, that, you know, when I, when I look at this, the astral level of this after what we call death, and I've, I've read and, and listened to so many uh, near-death experiences over the years, and you pick up the common themes and what have you. Mm -hmm. um, it's um, one of, the, one of the, 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 the things that this reality and that other reality have is subordination to authority. So um, you're in this world and you're looking to authority to tell you what to think. You're looking at experts and teachers and academics, mm -hmm. and scientists and all that stuff. 
and then and then you 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 leave the body and and your your consciousness moves into this astral dimension and now you're faced with spirit guides and groups of elders and all these things mm -hmm. that are yeah. talked about uh by near-death experiences and and um uh, religious heroes and and what have you but and, do you think that this whole simulation is is breaking down though. I mean, I really feel like it's starting to glitch and, and the simulation is losing its, its, its power because there's so much, you know, there's like the, you know, photonic belt and the plasma frequencies from the sun and the earth's energies. And I think it's just dissolving this, this dome structure, this frequency band is, is glitching. And the truth, the true prime creation is coming through also inside of our bodies. We're reconstructing our divine, I call it the Cathara grid or divine crystalla, Christic blueprint, which is 12 strands of DNA. So we're re turning to our direct connection to all of creation and the earth is it, it, the ley lines are being purified and I, by the way i loved your documentary on the heart of um you know the world in uh the in um in england in to the tour of Aver averberry right Averberry. yeah that's right but the, th the thing yeah. is that um uh, sorry not to was, take you off mine but okay, i'm a woman we, <laughs> we, we, talk, we talk about waking up <laughs> We, we, it's, it's a big thing, waking up. Mm -hmm. you're waking up. Mm -hmm. But what happens when um, you're asleep and you wake up? You cease to uh, be in the dream that you were in. Mm -hmm. You're now in another reality. And, um, it, you know, if you sit people around a table and you get them all to focus on something, absolutely focus their attention you can do amazing things what we call paranormal things you can move things and what have you that attention um is extremely powerful in um holding a reality uh together mm -hmm. and, and what, what we uh, are doing um eight billion of us now it seems is our belief in this dream is holding the dream together holding the morphogenic field of conscious of that lower frequency consciousness in place it's our, it's our belief in it that's mm -hmm. holding it together and feeding it every day by following the rules and and, and going yeah. through the rituals if, if, yeah. if people um start to reach this level of awareness where they see it's a dream and they start to live it as if it's a dream. So, uh, all, you know, one of the great ways that um, people are pulled into the dream and their attention is pulled into the to hold the dream together, to believe in it, is the drama. The drama yes. of life. Oh, my God, have you heard the latest? Oh, my God. The drama that goes on. And the drama, when you get pulled in by it, um, it makes everything seem real, but but I'm yes. telling you, experience that if you just go, Why hold on, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm just taking a step back from this. I, I I can see what it is. It's a dream. It's an induced mm -hmm. dream, and and I don't have to play the game that it's it wants me to play. And you you what starts to happen, and it happens more and more as you as you you move into this mode is things that used to wind you up before and get you pulled in, mm -hmm. they, 
they don't anymore. And, you know, if someone said to me, um, how, how do we uh, escape the dream? Mm-hmm. Stop believing in it. Mm-hmm. Stop believing in it. So when you... Um, when you're going through through life, if if you are in a physical body, then it's going to decode the matrix. It's going to decode the simulation. That's its job. But when you leave the body, um, you don't have to go up the tunnel to the light, and you don't have to believe and 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 kowtow to to. All but, but I think even now, people can actually make that shift and not believe they have to age, their bodies have to decay, they have yeah. to, you know, live in these toxic environments. Um, you know, I, I, I talked to Sasha, I spent uh, last Christmas in Mexico there, and I know he's creating new earth communities and there's a lot of movement to be more with, I feel like or being with the organic with, with nature that is outside of this simulation. And I even believe that right now, what we see with all this technology, they've always had the technology, the, the, how the, the archons have always had it, but they're shoving it in our faces right now because they know that they can't hold us anymore in this simulation, but they're trying to, I feel like get, you know, takeaway food <laughs> with them to in, have us inject our consciousness into the web the net so that when they are evacuated, they, they can take, you know, the souls that are continuing to buy into this, 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 this simulation with them. And I feel like the organic world around us is just, it's alive now. It's spiraling towards life, not the death cult. It's spiraling toward, you know, rejuvenation and bio uh, regenesis. What say you? <laughs> yeah. Um, the the, the 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 thing is that um, in the end it comes down to self identity. So what the um, the human body uh, decoding system is doing, uh, if we fall for it totally, is telling us we're a human. It's 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 giving us labels. You're a man. You're a woman. You are this race, that race, this income bracket, that income bracket, this religion, that religion. It's all labels, and and they're not who we are. They're what we're experiencing. But the thing is, if you can persuade people that what they're experiencing, those labels, is who they actually are, then what mm-hmm. you're doing is you're pulling their attention, that you're focusing their consciousness in the myopia of belief that you are a human and that's who you are. And um, so self-identity, if you say to people, hello, nice to meet you, who are you? They'll give you their name. They'll give you um, maybe where they come from. They'll give you their job or Mm. whatever. They'll give you the labels of a human. And, and this goes back to what you said, how you escaped the matrix, stopped identifying with the finite. And I, I don't like the word ego because I think it's been abused by spiritual teachers, you know, get out of your ego. But I just see the egos identifying with a label, with a finite aspect of yourself because you, yeah, you're not. If you, if you can self-identify, this is another way out of this whole nonsense. If you can self-identify while you're in this reality and absolutely when you leave it, that you are an expression of infinite awareness. You are an expression of all that is, has been, and ever can be. Mm-hmm. Then um, 
if that's your self-identity, that will be your frequency. And your frequency will mm -hmm. take you out of here if you mm -hmm. have that self-identity. But what um, you have, again, if you look at these two levels of the simulation, the, the level of matter we call human and the astral we call the afterlife, um, they are both seeking to control your sense of self-identity. When you're in this reality, your self-identity is you're pressured to believe you are a human. When you leave this reality, the pressure is to believe you are a soul on a journey of um, en uh, to enlightenment via reincarnation. In other mm -hmm. words, you're in this reality of the simulation or in, in, in the astral level of the simulation. You, the, the goal is to control your self-identity. <clears throat> now, well, I love what you said about reincarnation in the dream. And But my take on it is because the truth is there really is no time. You know, there's just like flash different flash sequences, but it's all here, but just in, in different layers of, of, of dimensional frequency. But I see uh, reincarnation more as uh, MKUltra trauma-based mind control. And I know you've worked with Kathy O'Brien, and I think we all are because they're fragmented altars that and and because we've lived in a loose you know you know simulation and in the whole focus is to create pain and misery and anger and and, and sorrow and it that keeps us going back too because it's like you know he killed me i got to kill him or you know or or you have so many so much pain you know uh, of trauma that has happened to you by being raped or burnt or beheaded or you know and and it fragments your memories and you and part of 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 becoming whole or holy is to remember the trauma feel it and release it and then bring all those altars back to yourself so you don't you know you don't you don't continue the the, the game you know of i'm going to I'm going to play this last card, you know, it's like you're <laughs> going to the bitter end, you know, trying to. Well, you, you kind of um, start to grasp um, why this has been done. Um, because mm -hmm. the question uh, obviously is, okay, this um, Wi-Fi information construct to which we're attached by the body and, and the astral as well. Um, it's been created by this non-human force, ultimately a state of very inverted, bewildered uh, consciousness. Um, but why? And then uh, you realize, and I go into this in, in, the, in, the, in the trap and the, the dream, and I'm going into it um, even more deeply in this book, um, that these entities, this force, is feeding off low vibrational human energy now um because it itself is in a low vibrational state it's an astral mm -hmm. it's an astral phenomenon um, which is why we don't see it unless it enters our reality um it's an astral phenomenon and it's it's a very low vibrational state now on basic laws of frequency if you're going to absorb energy it's got to be within the frequency band that you're operating on. Mm. Otherwise, never the twain shall meet, like the old analog radio stations. So um, the, the simulation has been created to so bewilder us. And, you know, one of the things you, you kind of grasp when you – there are some people 
who say, and, uh, you know, the ones I've heard, I believe them, I think they're genuine. Uh, they say they remember their incarnation. Not, not many do, but a few do. And they're very common themes in what they describe. And mm. one of the things is how bloody low the frequency of this reality is. It's, it's incredibly low and incredibly dense. And because of that, it's immensely challenging. Mm-hmm. And what this uh, level of the simulation particularly is about is creating uh, situations that generate low vibrational human, particularly mm-hmm. emotion. So fear. If, if, if you if, just, just look at the, 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 the currency above all, that controls humans, it's fear. And you've got... When it should be creation currency. Yeah. The outside of this, it's cre- our creativity is the true currency. But yeah, it's yeah. so distorted yeah, so, here. So you, then you've got depression, anxiety, resentment, regret, all these low mm-hmm. vibrational emotions, which mm-hmm. the nature of human life by design is... Um, is generating all the time. Now, you know, when uh, 9-11 happened, there were sensors all over the earth picking up changes in the electromagnetic field. And as the world, in a pretty short time period, um, started to um, see what had happened on 9-11, and of course, the pictures went out all over the world. David, we're we're running out of time. We've got three minutes, but there was um, a massive, yeah, there was a massive spike in the electromagnetic field. That was the emotional reaction of billions of people to nine eleven. Loose feast. That's the energy that these entities yeah. are feeding off. And that's why the, the whole thing's been set up. We, we, you know, when Morpheus in the Matrix held up a battery and said the machines, uh, this is a computer-generated dream world built to turn humans into one of these, a battery, that was a profound truth. That's what's happening. Well, I, 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 there's just so little time, and I want everyone to know where, because you do you talk about all this in the dream, which is on yeah. Iconic dot com because you, you he was taken off of youtube but he he took lemons and made lemonade and started a wonderful this wonderful um iconic uh you know um channel with yeah the media platform, iconic yeah and there's and, then, and all his books i mean over what 30 books i mean yeah, uh, the books are at david ike.com you can Dark, find out. okay and where and anything else we can get and please uh, promise me you'll come back promise me you'll come yeah, back davidite.com um and and the the film the dream is on okay and please i want to have you back so we can talk more because i your your energy is just ah, it's so beautiful it's just awakening (laughs) it really is beautiful so um we're gonna have to anything else you want to say in closing we have like a minute (laughs) yeah it's self-identity if you believe you're powerless, you'll live a powerless life. Not 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 because you're powerless, but because you believe you're powerless. It's all about belief. What you believe, you perceive. What you perceive, you experience. And you so are all that is, ever has been, and ever shall yeah, be. Yeah, when you start to self-identify with that's what you are, 
everything changes. First of all, your 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 um, consciousness expands because as you expand your self identity, the nature of who you are, your consciousness automatically expands further and further into the field. The more you uh, go into the myopia of "I'm just little me, I've got no power," that that it goes the other way. And then you do become powerless because you're accessing so little of the field anyway, because your myopia of self-identity, that's all it's accessing. It's all okay. self-identity. And that's why um, the uh, manipulation is focused on making us feel we are small, powerless and insignificant. We are not. Thank you, David Ike, so much. And stick around just a few minutes. And um, thank you guys for joining me. And again, thanks. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the Infinite Human Talk Show with your host, Elizabeth Monroy. We hope today's episode has inspired you to join the new consciousness renaissance and be the change by reclaiming your true divine infinite nature within and becoming an infinite human and a co-creator of the new infinite earth. Tune in next week for another empowering episode. Until then... Have an infinite week.